Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Cash the Ticket, a Mike Valenti podcast. We are back. It is Cash the Ticket. It is championship weekend in college. The season is officially winding down. Week 15 of college football. Um, look, we got a lot to do. We need to start out, though, a couple of notes. Recap, as usual, some strategy uh, for what I think is a very difficult weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I managed a five and four week, um, have gotten my act together in college. Thank God. Um, winning week the last three weeks. Two and one, two and one, three and two. It's a slow grind. NFL, I just I can't win money. It's it's not possible. Two and two. But the real story, I mean, yes, it's great anytime you win and grind along. I'm bumping along in a little jalopy. But the real story, I mean, this fucking guy, Mike Sullivan's unbelievable. <laughs> two of the last three. It's really unbelievable. This man is seven and two weekend. One of the losses, my fault, talked him into it. Seven and two. The man goes four and oh. Four and oh on an NFL Sunday slash Monday. His record, a fantabulous 67. 52 and 2. I'm bumping along at four games over 500. Thank you. Thank you for the intro. Son, I wasn't done yet. I wasn't (laughs) yet shining your shoes. But listen, here's my question for you. Now, it's not the 9 and 0 of a couple weeks ago, but you pair up a 9 and 0 and and about a 500 and another 7 and 2. Mike, as you wind down, though, what is the strategy? Because I think if if you're cold, you play a little less. You're hot, you play a little more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that either strategy is the right way to go. Is there any different approach for you now? Now that the games are going to get very difficult, it's championship weekend, the NFL slate, wait till we get to this thing. I mean, Jesus. But Mike... I mean, do you kind of feel like the run's going to end, or are you just going to keep firing? Usually I'm of the belief when you're up, you press. When you're winning, that's when you take your earnings and you eat press even more. Uh, this us. time, I like blackjack. This time, I think I'm, my main strategy is I, I really, it's worked well the past few weeks for whatever reason, and maybe some of this is just in my head, but I'm going to keep doing it. Nine games, it's as simple as that. Not 10, not 8, not 11, not 6, not 7. Nine games total. 
for whatever reason, that has worked. It's a weird number of games to pick, I know, but I'm going to roll with another nine games this week. How do you settle on nine? Is it I, know, I don't know. I, I didn't settle on it. That's just what has worked for me. Oh, this is Meaning, what the gambling gods was, have given It was you. the week that I went nine and oh, and I was like, yeah, I guess I only had nine games. And since then, I'm just going to continue picking nine. That's the number that we want to hit here. I don't know. what. what, what how many games am I picking? Oh, hell, look at this. You picked I, nine last I, week, too. I picked too. nine, too. Son of a bitch. Well, I don't know it's working, but let's I try to like keep it rolling. Even though I've, I, you know, I paired together a winning week, I've paired together several good Saturdays in a row. I, I just, man, I'm telling you, I feel like I'm losing a grip on the board. I'm, I'm losing a grip on where things are. The NFL, especially, man. I, I don't know how you make money late November slash December National Football League. The numbers, the matchups, the injuries. I, teams in it, teams out of it. Two and two felt like a blessing for me. For you to go four and zero, oh, it's just fantastic. Yeah, two of them were unders, which I I know I've been known to bet overs, so it was nice hitting two unders. Yeah, no, hey, listen, man. Especially one of the Browns under was only thirty eight and a half points, which was really low, but we hit the under. So what I want to do, and I want to see if we can do it effectively. Um, there are ten college football games this weekend. Only ten. I want to try to at least cover all of them. And some certainly we won't spend a lot of time on. Mm-hmm. Some we'll spend more. And it'll be no particular order, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Let's just run these. Um, let's start out Pac-12 championship. Your Utes, my Utes, our Utes. Minus six and a half. They take on Oregon. Everything in me is like, well, Utah's got to prove a point. They're number five in the CFP. Oregon hasn't looked good. Man, you got to take Utah. But see, that's where you need to really start looking at things. I, I got to tell you, this one, the line opened at three. And it is all the way out to six and a half. Mm. Oregon is the only team on Utah's schedule that is going to be able to match them up front, both sides of the ball. And I've knocked Justin Herbert. I, I, I really think he has not taken a step forward this year. Um, I love Huntley. Uh, I love Zach Moss. You know, when you look at what Utah has done offensively, it is physical. They just they will pound on you. And defensively, they force you into mistakes. They dominate you up front. But this is a number, man. You know, I kind of feel here this is like, wait a minute. Now, at three, I like the one side. At six and a half, mm. I mean, here's the other thing. I haven't heard a single human being on earth Tell me they like Oregon in this game. No. So that's everything. You, you ready? You ready for me to go 0 and 9 this week? You're going to take Oregon? I'm going to take Oregon. Really? I'm going to take the six and a I, half. I get it. It's, the numbers climbed up. And it's not a public underdog. Like, no one really is on them. Um, you know, 65% of the bets and, and over 60% of the money's on Utah. I kind of just look at this as I think people are forgetting how strong Oregon is up front. To where Utah can win this game, but Oregon can keep this close. You know, and remember last year, Pac-12 title game was a 10-3 slugfest. So, Mike, I just, I hate using the term value. Like, mm-hmm. pick the team that you think is is going to win with the number you like. But don't you feel getting a touchdown with Oregon here is a little much? The numbers climbed, I get that. But I, I think that with, you, with Utah not having really... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Man, not, you, not, make a not lot a, of, you make a lot of noises. You, have you noticed that lately? What? Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to... No, I don't chew. You make a lot of anything. noises. You're I'm like trying a, to think. He's like a raccoon over here. Go ahead. 
I, I just think that Utah needs to have that that statement win. They obviously want to get to the college football playoff. Uh, by the way, 8-0 against the spread their last eight games. They've just been covering, covering, covering. And I've been on them for several of them. And, and even with the football reasons why Utah, their defensive front has been incredible. Uh, you lead the nation in run defense. So I could see Utah winning this game by 10 points and just kind of making a, trying to just have a nice, so you'll, comfortable you'll win. So surely be going laying to the, the six and a half then. Yes. So I'm going to take Utah here. All right. There's 0-1 for me this week, but I'm on Oregon. God, I don't like being against you when you're red hot. Uh, game number two. Uh, th- this is a lousy game, but I actually have an opinion on it because um, I'm going to cop to this. I watched their first matchup, Louisiana Lafayette, getting six and a half from App State. Yep. Um, I watched this. This was like a Wednesday night. What am I yeah, doing I watching that. this game? It was a 17-7 final, I believe. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette played awful. But their defense was able to stand up, um, really frustrate Appy State. And when you look at Louisiana Lafayette, it's all about the ground game. It is all about rushing for 200 yards. When Lafayette runs for 200 yards, they're 10-0. Mm-hmm. When they don't, they're 0-2. And look, App State, I've watched this team a couple of times, and I cannot figure out how they put up points. I mean, they, they just, you know, you'll watch at the end of the game, and I, I think the quarterback's name is Zach Smith or whatever it is. And, I mean, he throws like 18 passes and six of them are TDs. And you're going, what, what is this? This is, uh, this is a rematch. You're giving me a touchdown almost. I feel like, and you know what else I like? About 43% of the bets are Lafayette, almost 60% of the money. The big bets are on the Raging Cajuns. I, I like the number here. I'm going to take the six and a half. I'm not going to go crazy, but <laughs> I think underdogs are interesting okay. this week. I'm going to take Lafayette. And, and again, I watched the first game, so I feel like if Lafayette plays remotely close to what they usually are. This should be a dogfight. I think App State's on upset alert, so I'll, I'll take the points here. Now, more importantly, I want to ask you about scoring in this game because I do uh, have a different bet for it with one of my over-unders. Each of these two teams, it's a, it's a good stat for this, each of these two teams is 6-1. and one. The over is 6-1 and one in their last seven games, respectively. Yeah. They score a ton of points. Uh, the over-under right now is at 56. I think it opened 55 and a half, so it really hasn't climbed that much yet. I'd go over. Yeah, I'm going to go. That's my bet here. I'm going to go over 56 between these two. I think, too, some people will look at the first matchup, and you know, it was a, I think it was a windy night when they played, and I don't know, 17-7, and people go, well, wait. You know, no, this should be more of a track meet. This should be a game where both teams are racing to 30. Yep. Um, no, I, I don't hate that by any means. Uh, game three, and I won't spend a lot of time on this, the MAC title game. There's too many variables. Yeah, time no of taping here. It's Thursday morning early. Uh, Jim McElwain rumors floating around that he's leaving CMU. Miami, Ohio's not good, but they're good. Have the best defense in the conference, but the defense really isn't that great because they still give up 28 a game. I don't know what to do with this game. I'd be inclined to just take the points if I were forced to bet it. Um, I do not have a side here. I don't have a huge opinion. And frankly, I just have no interest in watching it either. So uh, not touching it. But I told you, I wanted to at least speak on each game. No, I'm staying away, and it's simply because of the McElwain thing. Uh, he comes out and says, no, I have not heard from a single school. That's all just rumors. Too much going on there. Uh, it's a, No, just simply pass. Okay. Uh, next game's the Big 12 title game. Baylor, Oklahoma. We all remember what happened the first time. Baylor blew a 28-3 lead. 
Uh, C.D. Lamb did not play in that game for Oklahoma. And that is, make no mistake about it, their best player um, and an incredible wide receiver. Sell me on this here now. Yes. Everybody would tell you, well, wait a second. You're giving me nine. You're giving me Baylor. Baylor should have won the first time. I go, all right, wait a minute. Timeout. If Baylor couldn't get them at home, at night, no C.D. Lamb, up 28-3, why? Why would I turn back around and back them at 9? Oklahoma will have their best player, C.D. Lamb. We are indoors, fast track. And to me, remember, watching that first matchup, Oklahoma ended up running a power offense and just running QB power again, again, and again. This game, I think, will be different. I don't love Charlie Brewer. I haven't loved him all year. I know Baylor responded to that loss with a couple of nice performances. Mike, convince me not to go Oklahoma here. I th- he did it again. What is it with that noise? <laughs> I'm, I'm just Stop thinking. Stop that. Uh, I think it's as simple as saying it's tough. It's so tough to beat a team twice. And, and I think Baylor has a chance to win this game outright. But of oh, course, Jesus. if I'm going to take nine points, I'm going to. Of course, I'm going to take the nine points. Um, I don't know. I, I think that Oklahoma is just so inconsistent at times. I think turnover ma- turnover margins obviously going to be huge in this one. And Baylor actually is really good with with that controlling the ball and stuff like that. I'm going to take Baylor plus nine. I think it just is. It's too many points here. Even if they lose. I'm getting nine points. I think they certainly keep it close. Does Baylor have a little more to play for? Uh, I guess you could make that argument. No, they both have a ton to play for. The winner has to, obviously, the the Pac-12 game is going to be done before. But, Mike, they're both gunning for the playoff here. They're both trying to win the Big 12. And Baylor was 1-11 and 17. But Oklahoma? Oklahoma believes they got every right to make the playoff. No, and and obviously both teams are going to care. I'm not insinuating that at all, that one team's not going to care. Um, but no, I, I like. I honestly do like Baylor plus nine here. Look, I don't like big game, big big national TV game, public underdogs. I don't. You're getting seventy percent of the tickets, seventy percent of the money on Baylor. Numbers only move from from nine and a half to nine. Uh, I'm gonna I'm riding with Oklahoma here. I'm gonna fly right into it. I just think CD Lamb makes such a difference. Maybe they just go off. Yeah. I, I, look, when you put CD Lamb on the football field, automatically. You are terrified wherever he lines up because Hmm. when he catches a three-yard ball, he can go 80. And I think that alters everything Baylor does. Now, again, Baylor, they try to just rush three. You know, they have a great front. Uh, They try to zone everything up and and, and bottle it up. I'm sorry. I, I just think people are not accounting for, A, Baylor blowing that lead at home, Oklahoma really exposing that three-man front. And the presence of C.D. Lamb. All right, we're on the opposite of this. My goal is to basically guarantee I finish under 500. I'm oh, four God. games over. Let's just no, let's just of, lose. Part of me is worried that that Oklahoma's offense just goes off. I'm I'm flying right into it. I'm t- this. Do you know what this weekend is? This is the weekend of misfit toys. I am going to take teams that nobody likes. I'm going to take games <laughs> that the public hates. I don't yeah. care any. I just I can't do this anymore. Right. Uh, I'm I'm going Oklahoma. All right, next game. UAB plays Florida Atlantic in a contest of football things. (laughs) Um, FAU's minus 7.5 currently. It opened up at 7. The public's all over FAU. These are two teams I don't know that much about. Don't plan on watching it. Don't think there's some numbers that jump out. No thank you. Yeah. Fair? 
simply put, I, I don't have anything to add in this game from a picks perspective. No way. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a weird game here because they played last week, and I really don't like this setup. Cincinnati-Memphis Part 2 yeah. a week later for the All-American Happy Action Fun Time Conference title. Memphis laying 10. Now it's 9.5. Now this is what's super interesting. This is another big public dog. Over 65% of bets, 66% of money is on Cincinnati. I know. I have said to you for weeks. Now, look, I think Luke Fickle has done a nice job with this program, but their offense blows. And Ritter, their quarterback, is terrible. Now, they've mixed it up a little bit. They added a second QB to the mix last week, but Fickle's come out and said, Ritter's my guy. Mike, if you could guarantee me Ritter plays the whole game, I'd just take Memphis. Now, Memphis won last week's game by 10. What are they laying here? Nine and a half. Right. I, look, I think Norvell's done an incredible job at Memphis. I think Norvell's going to get a new uh, another job here, maybe this offseason. But something really scares me about this game. Two teams rematch week apart. Weird. I, boy, everything in my, everything in my body wants me to take Memphis. I, I agree. You, it, it, it's I agree with that about Memphis. It's so, all- so let's go. Let me let me go broke then. Let me just go broke. I mean, I'm four games over 500 on the season. Let me just. I'm going to fly right into the mountain. I'll take Memphis late in nine and a half. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think I it's- cannot bet on Cincinnati's offense and Ritter at quarterback. I can't do it. No, in, in Cincinnati. Here, the other thing with this game is that it's a an example of one of those conference championship games. That's a home game too. It's not a neutral site game. So it's at Memphis, Cincinnati, 3-7 and seven against the spread their last 10 road games. They have not been good. And then you flip that stat right around with Memphis. 12-5 and five against the spread their last 17 home games. It's a situation where I think home field advantage really does matter in this one. I hate public underdogs. And yep. that's exactly what Cincinnati is. I like Memphis as well. All right, done. You know what? The fact you like it makes me feel better. <laughs> uh, that's where we're at. You're red hot right now. Yeah. Why wouldn't I feel better about it? Um, next game might be the game of the week. It, it, it truly, this is big boy football. Georgia getting seven at time of taping here. It is seven flat. Mm-hmm. Playing Eddie O in Louisiana State University. <laughs> um, LSU, 74% of the bets, 74% of the money. This number opened at four. It's now hit the key number of seven. So here's what I want to sell you on. Don't we wait on this? Yep. Don't we wait until we get seven and a half and then just close your eyes and take Georgia? Right. I mean, look, I don't think Georgia could keep up with LSU if this thing goes track meet. I don't. They don't have the weapons out wide. DeAndre Swift's health is in question for this game. But you know what they have? They got a running game. They got one of the best O-lines in America. They got a power running game. And their defense is going to be probably the best D that LSU's seen all year. Oh, no doubt. So my question just becomes this. Nobody gave Georgia a chance last year in a couple of their big games, including the SEC title game. They're capable of playing high-level football here. And I still think LSU wins. But wait, you want me to believe that it's just a guarantee LSU outpaces and wins by double digits here? No. I man, do I have a problem with that? You know what else I love? Nobody's taking Georgia. Nobody. I'm gonna wait. I want this game at seven and a half. Yeah. I, I'm not taking seven flat. I'm gonna wait. 
If the game does not hit seven and a half, <laughs> it's a no play for me, okay? You know this number will move, too. Good. It's a huge that, public game. Good. Let it roll. Yep. I want Georgia. Here's the one stat I look at with this, though, Mike, and, and you mentioned the defense just now. Uh, so, LSU, second best offense, second ranked offense in the country. They're incredible. Georgia, second ranked defense in the country. So you have the second best offense yep. going up against the second best defense. Uh, if anything, I'd lean towards the under in this one, 57 and a half or whatever it is. <clears throat> but Georgia allowing just 10.4 points per game. What's this is going to the... be a weird It's going to be a weird one to watch in terms of the pace of this game because Georgia's defense is just so good. Can they slow down LSU enough? And if you want that little bonus pick, yeah, I would lean towards the under 54 and a half. No, I don't care about a bonus. I care if you play it. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to wait because this is another number that's going to probably shoot up with All how right. people love to bet the overs by game time. All right, I will wait. Anything north of seven, I'm going to take Georgia. I told you, this is the Island of Misfit Toys weekend. I am taking teams that mm-hmm. no one's betting on, and I'm either going broke or I'm going to boost my record. Uh, I'll take Georgia anything north, seven and a half and above. If it doesn't hit it, it's not a play, okay? Very, very simple. Okay. Um Hawaii, Boise State. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hawaii, rotating quarterbacks. Don't know who's going to play. At Boise, this is a conference title game with home field. The blue turf, the mainland. The spread was 15 and a half, and it's hanging like a fart in an elevator at 14. I am not touching this game with a 10-foot pole. They are begging you to take the Warriors on the mainland. I don't know who they're playing. They're rotating, you know, Colt McDonald and the other guy. Impressive against Army last week. Really got that game wrong. But I, I cannot touch this game. I, I do not like laying 14, and I don't like taking it here either. Uh, this is a watch. See if Nick Rolovich is still wearing a Hawaiian shirt with a lay over the top in the ice-cold Boise, uh, Boise afternoon. I can't touch this game. Nope. No thank you. Yeah, it's one of those where I just do it. I no, it's yeah. it, it's home field advantage does matter in this one, and I've watched Hawaii a couple times this year. Um, I just don't. Even when I look at the trends with this, the number just seems too weird right now. It, it's I, I don't have that good of a grasp on Hawaii like I do with some of these other picks this weekend. So I just I'm staying away from this one too. All right, next game, ACC, Clemson, a twenty eight and a half point favorite. Isn't over that crazy? Virginia. You know what the problem is? This might be the only public team I like this weekend. Go ahead. How does Virginia score? Mm, No. How does Virginia keep Clemson under 50? How does Virginia score 20? Look, understand one thing. I know that Clemson had the close game to UNC. Since then, look at the scores of their games. Can you do that for me? Like, well, I wasn't being literal. I mean, I'm not, you don't have to. No, I can pull up Clemson right here. Go ahead. Pull up Clemson. And you tell me the scores of these games. And just look at what they're doing to people. Look at the numbers they are putting up. Hey, South Carolina, you're our rival, 38-3. Hey, Wake, 52-3. High NC State, 55-10. Walford doesn't count. Hey, BC, 59-7. Hey, Louisville, 45-10. You catching a trend here? Yep. Look, this is the tune-up for the playoff. If you don't think they're taking this serious, if you don't think they want to go out and do some business, you're out of your mind. I think the book is begging you to take Virginia. And this thing, now this is what I don't get. Where, what planet did this game open up at 21 and a half? 
Yeah, I, I'm looking at really? that now. I, I never saw and 21 going, and a half. I, that number, I didn't see that number in my sleep. Uh-huh. I'm not some pro. I'm not sitting up at 3 a.m. with Costa Rican line makers. At 21 and a half, I go, oh my God, don't you put your mortgage on it. But Clemson, 28 and a half, this may be my island of Misfit Toys weekend. Boy, I like Clemson in this game. I'm sorry. Come on. I'll I'm going with it. There is no, I don't know how Virginia scores, and I don't know how they're going to keep Clemson under fifty. Give me Clemson. Yeah, and I think there is that vengeance that Dabo Sweeney has too, where he's always talking about how weak their schedule is and how they got to go thirty and zero was his quote. And Plus, won't he want to put up run a it up. number to ensure to ensure he doesn't we run end. it up? You know what? You t- you've talked me into this. This wasn't even on my board, but I'm going to do Clemson minus twenty eight. Oh, giggity. <laughs> All I'm right. going to do Clemson minus 28 because I, I was more so looking at the over-under in this one, too, and I'm going to have an opinion on that with OSU. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's totally Dabo Sweeney just running it up late in the game. All right, listen, last game of the week, and this one, this is a conflict. It is live and happening. You ready for this? Ohio State opened up at 18. They are laying 16.5 currently to the Wisconsin Badgers. Now, here's what's really Really, really interesting. They're an 18-point favorite, and 91% of the money is on OSU. Wow. Why did that spread go down to 16 and a half? If everyone in their mind, only 20% of bets and 9% of the money is on Wisconsin. This is a rematch. Game one, it was a 10-7 game at the half. Right. It, It devolved into a blowout. But that was in Columbus. Wisconsin was incredibly impressive. Not just because I had them last week. Thank you very much. Uh, but no, I, I'm kidding. But look, they went to Minnesota, snowstorm, and, you, and it was an explosive offense. And defensively, they took away Minnesota's slant game. They took away the big plays. Jim Leonard is one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. Here's the other thing no one's talking about. Fields and the knee. Now, he's going to wear a massive knee brace. He's already said he's going to play. It's sore. I'm not telling you that Fields uh, is somehow going to be out there and totally stationary. But if he's compromised at all, you're giving Jim Leonard another crack. Wisconsin, revenge angle. We didn't play well. They embarrassed us. Mike? (laughs) Mike, <laughs> I know you're the czar of OSU affairs. You know what else I'm the czar of, though, Mike? But why did that number, if Earth is on Ohio State, why is it going down and not up? I'll tell you why, and I'll give the people what they want. Because Wisconsin's a good team, okay? <sighs> and <laughs> That's the infamous joke from last year. And, Mike, can you at least agree right here right now that Wisconsin is a good team this yes, year? Okay. They are. So I, I, I could now look. Gun to my head, are you asking me, could I see this a close game where Wisconsin covers? Uh, yeah, I could. I, I really could see that. And I've been the one who's been on Ohio State the entire season, who's won a ton of money on Ohio State, including last week against Michigan, by the way. But that being said, my bet in this game's the over-under. It's not the spread. But I, I hear I hear you. No, dude, I hear you on it. I I, I don't have I, I don't have the confidence to do it, but it would make sense because also I think you could I'm not insinuating this is gonna happen, but I think you could see a situation late in the game where Ohio State takes their foot off the gas. We're pulling all of our guys out because guess what? We're in the playoff either way, and that's why I'm betting the under on this. I think Ohio State it's gonna start 
It's going to be similar to last time. The game's going to be close in the first half. I don't think collectively it's going to be over 56, which it's at right now, because there will be a situation either it's going to be a close game in the second half or OSU's going to get up and they're going to take their foot off the gas. So that being said, I like the under. Who's crazy enough to take a team that only 20% of people and 9% of the money's on? Me. Well, good luck. No, I don't care. I'm making a commitment that I am either going to finish way above or I'm going to go down in flames and see if I can finish this year below 500. I'm four games over after picking like 100 games. I I just think on weekends like this, championship weekends, the public has a propensity to get butchered. This explained to me how Wisconsin getting 18 goes down to 16.5 with only 9% of the money on it. And how much, how much does OSU care about this game? Of course they want to oh, win the I Big Ten. I get that. But they're in the playoff either way. I'm, I'm going to take Wisconsin. All right, so here are the college plays. Follow me. Don't follow. Here's what I'm telling you. you got a lot of them. Don't follow me. Just don't, don't, don't come near this. This is the island of misfit toys. Oh, the public doesn't like Oregon? Cool, I do. Give me six and a half. Oh, the public doesn't like Oklahoma? Great, I do. Lay in the nine. Oh, the public doesn't like Memphis? Cool. I'm laying nine and a half. Oh, nobody likes Georgia? I do. Seven and a half or better. Now, the one where I'm going to be Joe Q public and it's my bad, but I'm sorry. I think Virginia blows. Give me Clemson. I'm laying the 28 and a half. And I'm going to join the 20% of Huckleberries wagering 9% of the money. Give me Wisconsin getting 16 and a half. Close my eyes and hope they play Didn't well. Didn't you have ULL too? Oh, shit. Right? Plus six and a half, I have, or was that not? Or is that not a play? This this is too many games. (laughs) This is too many games. What am I doing? You, I have you marked down for ULL plus six and a half. Yeah, give me Lafayette. Give me Lafayette. I don't care. It's a let's go broke. Okay, I'm probably I got I got to bet a little less with this many games out there. Yeah, this this is going to get dangerous. No, that's a lot. I I gotta. What am I doing? All right, there's the college ones. Go ahead, give yours. Utah minus six and a half. uh, That Lafayette game over fifty six. Baylor plus nine. Memphis minus nine and a half. Clemson, uh, Clemson minus 28, not Clemson. Clemson, I hate Clemson. when people say that. And then Ohio State, Wisconsin, Big Ten title game, under 56 points. Keep in mind, that actually might go up by game time. You might even be able to get that at 57. Big powers at it again, leaving people in the dark. How many of you are messing around with flashlights and candles like idiots during power outages? Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Go solar. Power Home Solar makes it easy to switch to solar by hooking you up with battery storage with your installation so there's no more searching for a flashlight when Big Power leaves you in the dark. And make no mistake, Big Power Company, they don't give a damn about you. It'll leave you in the dark for four days. You think they care? Number one residential solar provider is Power Home Solar. 30-year warranty on the American-made panels that they install. You will own your power, not just rent it from the power company. So get it done. They've installed panels at Ford Field and Allen Park. They're the official sponsor of the Lions. If solar's right for you, you think it might be right for you, go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com or give them a call today, 1-800-SOLAR-15. That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. All right, Mike, go NFL. I'll let you lead. I'm not going to preview every game. I have told you, I think this is a brutal card. I think these numbers are dicey. Um, And from a matchup standpoint, there's just a lot of bad games where I don't really have an opinion on side. Now, look, the games I like, remember what I said, Island of Misfit Toys. 
This weekend could be the worst weekend in history for old Mikey. And that's okay. Yep. I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm not I'm gonna stick to my guns on this stuff. I can't change because I've been oh you know, I've been okay. I had one notoriously awful week about a month ago. Other than that, I've been all right, but mm-hmm. Sully's red hot. Yep. So Sully leads. Yeah. Lead, lead I'll the give Sabbath you, card. All right. I'll give you one that uh, I hate to do because, you know what? It's well documented. I love Josh Allen. I think he's a really good quarterback. But look Uh-oh. at that Look at that Ravens-Bills game, okay? Uh-oh. Point spread minus six right now. Uh, oh, Ravens minus six. I get it. Buffalo really, really good against the pass, and their defense is very good. But I, I'm just... It's it's the Ohio State principle I've had this whole season. Give me Baltimore minus six, and I think they win by touchdown. I think I think they could it, it could be a thirty a thirty to twenty even a thirty to twenty three type game. So okay, lay six. You should be good to win by touchdown. Ravens minus six. Maybe it's too easy, but that's what I'm starting out with. And I love and hey, I love Buffalo. I'll take the Bills plus six. Oh, you're playing this one, all right? I bet against the Ravens last week, and I won. Frisco was never the wrong side in that game. Yep. What What concerns me with Baltimore? How many big games can they play in a row? How many big performances can they have? And now you got to go on the road. Buffalo continues to grind away. Buffalo continues to find ways to win. And here's the best part, Mike. Buffalo hasn't played since Thursday. Yeah, they've had the Buffalo long gets ten ten days. Baltimore just played a jailhouse brawl of a game. You're giving me six. And guess what? Island the Misfit Toys. Nobody likes the Bills this week. 27% of the bets, 20% of the money. I'm taking the Bills plus six. I'm going broke. Let's party. I need your opinion, too. You on don't the, want my opinion. No, on the because uh, I, I, I want uh, an opinion on tonight's game. The Cowboys-Bears. I think it's an interesting game to at least talk about. Um, my opinion is I'd rather stare at one of my dog Otis's shits then watch From this game. From a betting perspective, no, what do you M- like? Mike, Mike, I have no feel for this. Really? Okay. I, have no, I, I tell you why. What are the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. What are they? I mean, I could say long rest. I could say bounce back game. But they got to go outside. They got to go, you know, ice cold weather, natural grass. What is Dallas? Are they a running team? Are they a passing team? How much do they care? Coach on the rocks. Oh, cool, so take the Bears, right? No, not really. Mitch Trubisky, Matt Nagy, didn't love their performance on Thanksgiving Day, don't like anything about them. Mike, if you're asking me, hey, buddy, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I would air Bears and points. Yep, that's what I'm doing. But I, I you're, see, the, you know what it is? You're living in the penthouse right now. You feel so good yeah, about put, yourself. No, Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> I'm four games over 500. You're 13. That's the difference between living uptown <laughs> and in a hostel. So I, I support your selection here. I think you, you're thinking about it right. I don't have the guts to do it. It's it's Chicago plus three. I think this game has 23-21 written all over it. And either way, either side of it, I would win in that one. Because I think Cowboys are a team. They are better on paper. And it seems like Dallas, when they play a winning team or when they play a good team, they're just not any good and they crumble. Now, I'm not saying the Bears are even good, but they are 500. They seem like they're playing increasingly a little better. And also, you look at stingy defense, home field advantage. I'm getting three. I'm gonna lay. I'm gonna do Bears plus three. You want a crazy pick? Sure. I mean a crazy pick. I'm gonna give you the Island of Misfit Toy Special, the Oakland Raiders plus two and a half, at home against the Tennessee Titans. 
This line makes no sense. Tennessee's played much better football of late. The Raiders have played terrible. Opposite direction, right? The Raiders go out, get pummeled last week. Pummeled. Mistake ridden game against the Chiefs. This game opened as a pick'em. Tennessee's gonna fly out to the left coast. I'll take the two and a half. Only thirty five percent of the tickets are on the Raiders, but guess where the money is? Almost sixty percent of cash. Raiders. This is the island of misfit toys. I think the public will be all over Tennessee. I love the line as as moved in my favor. Give me the two and a half. I'll take the Raiders. I think that's a bold pick, and I and I no, it's, it's a shit pick. No, just it, say it. No, it's it's not a game that was on my card because it's just one of those past ones. Because I have so many, toys. I have so many bets this week. Uh, I like no, I like the bold pick because you are right about the public and where that this spread Here, here's has one gone thing and will too. go. I I I think you get to a point when you start looking at like when you look at Tennessee, aren't they due for a down week? You know when when you look at this Tannehill thing, and it's really it's turned into a a a thing. Look at what's going on lately with them and, and kind of how they've played. I mean, last week, nice win over the Colts, but they got a block field goal for a TD. Week before, they, they get a 35-point weird third quarter against the Jags right. that blows the game wide open. Pre-bye week, they had the unbelievable win against Kansas City. Like, I kind of feel like this is one of those come-down spots. And for the Raiders... Can't play worse than they did last week. They get home. They get right. I I, I got to take the Raiders. I think that spread looks way too easy to go to the other side. Yep. No. Hey, I hear you. I, I, I like the pick overall. You want another terrible pick? Let me give you a terrible pick. Let Please. me drop this in your stocking. Please. You ready for this one? Yeah. Oh, God help me. The New York Jets laying five and a half to the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Everyone and their mothers on the Dolphins this week. Doesn't matter what you read, what you see. Everyone loves the Dolphins because of their performance against the Eagles, right? You know when I like the Dolphins? When the line opened at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. You know where I don't like the Dolphins? When the line is five and a half. The Jets bottomed out last week. I had the Bengals. Nice pick by Mikey, right? Now, now we hop Back on the Jets, up-down theory, Jets at home, Dolphins go on a road, Jets get it together, laying less than six, only 38% of tickets, but 70% of the money is on Fireman Ed's J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Look, Miami's playing hard. They are. But Philly is clearly a team that has quit. They are fractured. I, I can't take the Dolphins. Getting less than six on a road against a Jet team. You can't play that poorly two weeks in a row. They were great against the Raiders when we had them. They were awful against the Bengals when we went against them. Feel like I know what's going on with the Jets. We're going to come back to the Jets now, late a five and a half. <laughs> this is a go broke, misfit toys weekend. Hey. No, you don't like the pick. I love it. No, it's 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 a shit pick. It's not a it's not a shit pick. No, it's a shit it's, pick. And, and I was looking at this earlier with some of the trends and and everything. And and I think there is a little too much hype with with Miami to a certain extent right now. I know they're six and two against the spread. Their last game, eight games overall. I think it all comes tumbling down. It, I, I think it's actually one where you probably, despite a lot of the numbers and how bad the Jets look, I think you probably. At least are getting a little bit of good value with where this number could be. So I don't, I don't 
I'm not going to laugh at the pick. No, I'm not going to play it, but I'm not going to laugh at it. Uh, Mike, I'm four games over. This may be the last yeah, time you, you hear from week. me. This may be the last time you hear from me as an above uh, above 500 better. I, th- this weekend could go south in a hurry, but it's just yep. where I'm. I think the. I just feel like the public's in trouble. Well, can I give you my ninth pick? Yeah. And, and I, as you said, I, I as I said earlier, I st- I'm sticking with nine. Um, Don't you do it. Don't do what, it. What, what's on your mind? Don't. I, I got a game that's a, that's an interesting game to discuss for sure, and that's the Chiefs Patriots. You son of a bitch! If but, you take the Patriots, no, it's it's well, it's, isn't it a weird it's New England minus three? Um, I'm going to do an unpopular thing though, and, and especially from a betting perspective, I'm going to actually go the under in this. <sighs> Jesus it was forty nine and a half. It's now forty nine. Uh, I'm going to be fascinated to see what this is going to be at kickoff, but I'm going to go under forty nine. And I think a lot of people look at this, oh my God, the Chiefs and, and the Patriots, maybe they'll get their offense rolling against a Chiefs defense that's bad. But the under is 17 and 7 in New England's last 24 games. Yeah. It's also 10 and 3 in their last 13 games in December. I don't have the, the confidence even that the Patriots offense can score enough points here. I think this game will start slower than people think. It's not going to be Mahomes just going off and scoring a million, million points. Under 49 Chiefs, Patriots, people are going to want to take the over but i'm taking the under i think the other interesting thing too listen they're begging you right now to take the chiefs yep begging you but i i don't know man new england back-to-back weeks they don't look right they could be this bad but you know who else doesn't look great pat mahomes you don't look right right different and chiefs are flawed get them out of arrowhead I'm staying away from it i, I was just hoping you didn't bait me into the chiefs here i'm no. glad you didn't um <laughs> You know, I, I want to give you another absolutely disgusting pick. You ready for this? How many double-digit spreads this week, too? My God. I wish I was still getting double digits on this. Bengals. I'm riding them again. Yep. Rode them to victory last Browns. week. Rivalry game. Nah, Freddie Kitchens is getting fired. And that team is all kinds of screwed up. The Bengals put Andy Dalton back in the lineup. What happened? They looked competent, right? They looked representable. On offense. This line opened up at 10.5. It's 8.5 currently. Mm -hmm. Here's what I don't like. And this is what I want to talk about whether I play it or not. I hate public underdogs. This is a public underdog. This frightens me to death. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let the pontiff of the point spread. (laughs) Oh, that's, don't, don't, listen now. The baron of betting. I am going to allow you, the total king. I want you to choose my last pick. Ooh. And I'm going to give you one, two. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to give you three games. You got to pick one. I'll even, I can even join you on it, make it my 10th play, even though I'm cheating don't, on myself. Don't do that. That's, that's got to be Go ahead. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. Here we go. Three games. Okay. Bengals getting eight and a half at Cleveland. Yep. Kansas City getting three at New England. Or... You ready for this one? Yep. This is so difficult. Vikings. Oh, boy. No, go ahead. Something else. Oh, hold on, though. Spend a minute on that game. (laughs) Have you seen the splits on that game? Planet Earth is on the Lions. Opened up at 14. It's at 13. There's so many points. Mike, almost 90% of bets. Excuse me, 90% of the money's on the Lions in that game. Boy, do I hate public underdogs. Can you trust Minnesota to cover 13? No, it could be. It's a 31-23 type game. You'd think David Blau could at least move the ball against Minnesota's secondary a little bit. Okay, so hold on. Time out. 
game with a similar money spread. Atlanta, minus three, 88% of the money on the Falcons. Panthers, getting three, fired their coach. Go. Which of those two awful favorites do you like more? Mini minus 13, Atlanta minus three. The public, I mean, like, look at the difference here. The favorite Atlanta getting all the money in, in the one game, the underdog Lions in the other I know. getting all the money there. Which one do you like better? I can't trust the Lions. I, I, I can't because this is a team that I think is but on the But you don't want Minnesota. All right, who do you trust more? You trust Atlanta yeah, yeah. as a huge public team? Yep. Okay. I, I, I would I would say I, I trust the Falcons a little more in this one, especially with the Ron Rivera stuff. Here's the game, and I was too scared to add it. You choose. You can do Kansas City plus three. You can do Bengals plus eight and a half. Or, you ready for this? Or you can take my gritty, gutty Niners getting Ooh, two and a half Mike LaFleur on the road against New Orleans. Now, here's your problem. This is why I didn't add it. I hate public dogs. Everybody's on the Niners here. I've done a terrible job against the Saints this year. Here are your three selections. I want you to bless one of these. Mm -hmm. Bengals plus eight and a half. Chiefs plus three. Niners plus two and a half. Wow. I need now. If you pass... You better have something special up your sleeve. No, I'm going to go. I will tell you the one I personally like best. Here's why I'm not going to choose the Niners because oh, good, thank I, God. I think it's 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 San Francisco plus two and a half, right? That's what the current uh, one is? Currently two and a half. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think Saints win 27-23, 27-20 type game. Well, and Richard Sherman's banged up. Yep. Need to see if Sherman plays. I would actually choose out of this one. <sighs> tell me and, and it's, it's not. It, it's not a... Even the best team out of these, but I would. You're getting that many points. Take the Bengals yes. because yes. because here's. And I'm trying to talk myself. In, I was trying to kind of talk myself Misfit in. Toys. Hey, how could you take the Browns in this? I you think can't. that I think that the Freddie Kitchen stuff. Yeah, he's fired. He's going to be fired, and that factors into it. The only thing you could say would be. Well, despite that, do the Browns just simply have enough talent to win? But Mike, and yes, long, they, yes, they do. But the, how long are we going to do that narrative? They just lost to Duck Hodges. No, but I, I think the Browns have enough talent to win, but I think that you're getting so many points that even if the Browns win close, you still win your bet. So, I, I, yes, I, I, if anything, I think the Browns do win a close, close game. All right. And that's why I would take the Bengals. Before we get to David's sexy stat time, by the way, I have to do this um, just because it's a wild game. I am not touching this because I clearly have no business talking about this team anymore. Seattle just kills me. Yeah. Seattle opens up as a three-point favorite. The game is now a pick in Los Angeles. This is the exact scenario, right? right? It's almost like the Raven game, and we saw what happened. Seattle, L.A., I'll leave this to you. You're the king of the Russell Wilson stuff. The public is all over Seattle, except the line has gone down. Mm -hmm. L.A. was a three-point underdog, only 28% of bets, 30% of money. It's a pick. That's Rams or pass, and I'm passing. Pass as but well. But I, I wanted to put it your way, that's all. Pass as well. Primetime right. game. It, it, it is an opportunity for Mc, for uh, Sean McVay, too. I would just pass those because I love Russell Wilson, not betting against this, him. This is a week that is not for the faint of heart. Yep. Okay? This is a great week for you to spend some time with family and not play. But if you are, here's what I'm doing. Island of Misfit Toys. We are flying into the storm. 
Bengals getting eight and a half. Bills getting six. Jets laying five. Raiders getting two and a half. College slate. We go backwards. Georgia getting 7.5, seven and a half or more. Why did I say 7.5? Because I'm an idiot. But I got to get seven and a half or more. I'm going to take Oregon getting six and a half. I'm going to take Wisconsin getting 16 and a half. I'm going to lay the nine with Oklahoma. I'm going to grab six and a half with ULL. I'm going to lay 28 and a half with Clemson. And I'm going to lay nine with Memphis. This is a week where if the public does well, I'm writing the check to my guy. Mm. It's just that simple. I shouldn't say check. I mean, it would probably be another form. But let, let, let's just move along. No, yeah, and but you have a lot on here. You have a, a number of games that are minus nine, minus nine and a half. You have like some that are that are plus eight and a half. I'm you know, plus sixteen and a half. It's all over the board. So you have a good mix of stuff. But we have NFL an emergency me, situation. Ravens minus six. Bears plus three. Uh, and also. Um, I mentioned that under as well, or it was what was it on? Yeah, the forty nine one. See, I only have three in the NFL to be honest with you, Mike. It's a slate where I shouldn't have four, but I do. So it is what it is. I just hope to stay afloat, Mike. You've been on an unbelievable roll. I'm really, really hoping you keep it going because I think it's a great story. Thank you for you to pick the amount of games you're picking, and and let's say you do have another huge week, and you end up seventeen, eighteen, twenty games over five hundred. Now, people need to start paying attention to that. Like, you know, dap it up. Like, dude, everything's on record. There's no funny yeah, business literally. here. Like, if you pull that off, that's incredible. I think as a podcast, if we both end up over 500 for the year, that's a really nice job. Because when you start looking at records of people who pick games, it's really hard to do. Yeah. You know, I'm four games over and I beat myself up. But still, it, it could be a lot worse. I mean, Jesus, look at some of the picks that people give out there. So let's see. I, I think you got to live in the uncomfortable this time of year to make picks because you're not going to make money just grabbing what you perceive to be good teams because the numbers get so bloated. Right. So that's the deal. David Sexy Stat Time coming next. And uh, if you haven't subscribed, I, I don't know. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, Jesus, it's week 15. Radio.com, iTunes. Join the fun as we roll through bowl season. We're going to roll through the playoffs. And um, far from over. Football, college football may be coming to an end, but everything's oh far from over. Oh, boy. And I got to tell you, depending on what the plans are, there could be. I don't know. I'd have to see what the technology angle would be. There could be a live taping in Vegas. Stay tuned on that. There Ooh. could be. There could be. It's time for another edition of Sexy Stat Time with the Hatchet Man. It is championship week in college football. According to Chris Fallick of ESPN, the favorites have dominated the Power 5 championship games lately. They are 10-0 straight up, 8-2 against the spread in the last two years, 17-1 straight up, 13-5 against the spread since 2015. Only upset was Penn State at plus 2 over Wisconsin in 2016. So, I hear you. You're wondering, who are the favorites in the Power 5 games this week? You have Baylor versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma, minus 9 favorite in that game. Big 12 championship. Georgia versus LSU in the SEC championship. LSU is the favorite at 7.5 points. Virginia versus Clemson in the ACC championship game. Clemson, 28.5 point favorite in that game. 16.5 point favorite for Ohio State versus Wisconsin in the Big 10 matchup. And Utah... A minus six favorite against Oregon 
Friday in the Pac-12 championship. Let's stick right there in that game. Since the last week of September, Utah, points per game allowed, nine and a half points. Rushing yards per game allowed, 58.4 points. Defensive efficiency rating, 92.8. Three and out percentage, 10.3. Scoring margin, plus 29. Their defense is just behind Clemson and Ohio State since September 28th. Wow. Oregon, watch out. Let's move over to the pros. The Cowboys and the Bears. Thursday night football. The Cowboys are 17th in red zone success as they have cashed in 54% of the time in the red zone. Chicago's defense a little stingy this year. They're allowing just 17.3 points, fourth in the NFL. But here's what's key to the red zone. Chicago is 13th in the red zone in their defense. They held opposing teams to 53.8% success rate as far as scoring touchdowns. Keep an eye on that interesting matchup within a matchup on Thursday night. Let's move over to the 49ers at the Saints. This is a huge matchup regarding playoff implications and seedings. And Alvin Kamara's three games from returning from knee and ankle injuries. The Pro Bowl running back has averaged a lackluster 53.5 rushing yards per game. In the passing game, he slides just slightly better with 42 yards receiving per game. San Francisco's defense is first in allowing 250.9 yards per game, second by conceding 15.3 points per game, first in giving up just 134.3 passing yards per game, 22nd in rushing yards per game. So maybe Alvin Kamara can get it going against the 49ers rushing. Let's move over to another matchup that has playoff implications. The Ravens at the Bills. The Ravens are the five and a half point favorite in this game. The Bills and the Ravens are in the top five in points allowed. Buffalo gives up 15.7 points per game. The Ravens give up 18 points per game. But it has been better in the last five games for both as the Bills and the Ravens in the last five games have given up an average of just 13 points per game. This could be a defensive matchup in this game. Let's move over to the Titans at the Raiders. The Titans are the two and a half point favorite in this game. And if you watch Hard Knocks this past season with the Raiders in it, you paid close attention to maybe Darren Waller. He's had an amazing season. He has emerged as an elite player at the tight end position. Waller leads the Raiders in targets 87, reception 66, and receiving yards 807. And he's found the end zone three times in 12 games. Waller is just second only to Travis Kelsey when it comes to receiving yards at the position. He could have a field day against the Titans. The Titans defense ranks 27th in the pass. And they could be without two of their starting quarterbacks. Adoree Jackson left Sunday's game with a knee injury, and the Titans have already been without their other starting corner, LaShawn Sims. Let's move over to the Seahawks at the Rams for Sunday night football. Seahawks are the one-point favorite in this game. The Seahawks are 10-2 overall. They go into their final two road games of the season, beginning this Sunday at the Rams with a chance to join Rare Company. Seattle has never won more than six road games in a season, but is currently 6-0 away from home. Matching the mark set in 2013 when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. A win on Sunday over the Rams or next week at Carolina, who just fired their coach this past week, would set a new franchise mark. 
wins in both would make Seattle just the fifth team since 2000 to go undefeated away from home. Joining the 2001 Rams, who lost in the Super Bowl, the 2007 Patriots, who lost in the Super Bowl, the 2016 Patriots, won in the Super Bowl, and the only team that didn't make the Super Bowl was the 2014 Cowboys. They lost in the divisional round. So history could be made with Seattle. This has been another edition of Sexy Stat Time with The Hatchet Man. All right, that's the deal. Talk to you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.